You're listening to PCI's Oral History Project. Welcome to today's episode of PCI's Oral History Project, titled There It Was. I'm Caitlin. When we lose a loved one, they always leave something behind. Whether it's an object, a photograph, or even just a memory, it's always nice to have something to remember them by and keep their memory alive. Stories about memories of a loved one can remind us of our connections to our own loved ones and help us appreciate those we still have and remember those we miss. PCI's Oral History Project aims to capture and preserve as many of these stories as possible. We've collected over a million stories so far, and our collection is growing every single day. Andy, a member of the BMW Motorcycle Owners of America, has a story for us today about his search for a lost family item. My step-grandfather is a World War II vet, used to fix BMW motorcycles in his basement in, uh, in Binghamton, New York. The Sunday trips, that was one of the first places I would go is, um, would be down to his basement and pretty much beg him to, you know, twist any kind of wrenches I possibly could. And then he used to take us for rides. I, you know, I spent as much time with him as I could. Um, but he, you know, like I say, he had the basement shop. So I got to meet a lot of his customers, you know, and if somebody broke down, he would jump in his Ford pickup truck go rescue them no matter what day of the week it was either put them up for the night until he could get their bike fixed or he'd fix it then and there um so there's just so many good stories of him and uh um sadly in 1985 um at my sister's wedding he was there and he said nice wedding who are all these people so unfortunately alzheimer's started kicking in for him i used to go sing to him in the uh you know, in the nursing home. And it was interesting because he wouldn't remember who I was, but he could still remember like every lyric to a lot of the standard songs that, that he grew up with. So there is there's a huge power of music. And some people would say, you know, why are you going to visit him? He doesn't know who you are. And I'm like, I, I know who he is. Around a couple years later, I, uh, I went to Jamaica and I rented a motorcycle and had an accident there. So I, I just stopped thinking about riding for a little while. And like around that time, I wasn't really talking to my family that much. I mean, I was a, you know, a late teenager. And um, anyway, that's a whole long story. But during that time, my great uncle auctioned off his entire fleet of motorcycles, parts, tools. So I missed out, you know, on all the auction, all that stuff. He died in 2000, you know, um, and so like bikes was on my mind again. At my grandfather's funeral, somebody had showed up that used to work with him and said, oh yeah, I knew your grandfather well, I used to work with him, I think I remember you. I'm like, I'd love to find one of his bikes, here's my phone number, please call me, and he never did. And so, and I even looked at like the registry in the um, from the funeral home and like I, it said Fred, he couldn't read the last name from the life, you know. I don't even think a doctor could read the last name. So this is how I found BMW MOA. I started, I said, you know what, let's just take a crack at it. I found MOA and I would put an ad and, well not an ad, like at, I, at the time there was, um, a, what do you call it, you know, like a, a list server or whatever. 
um, which this still probably is, and I would say, hey, I'm looking for one of my grandfather's bikes. The auction was in the mid 80s. Was anybody at this auction? I would send that, uh, I would post that message like every two months for a couple of years until one day I got a hit. He said, I think my buddy was at that auction and um, he, he got a hold of him and two months later I get a call from this guy, Chris, and said, hey, I hear you're looking for one of your grandfather's bikes. Was his name Richard? I'm like, at 18, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, just, I, I teared up. I was like, I can't see this is happening. So he said he was at the auction and he got, the bike was in pieces, but all the numbers matched and he never did anything with it. And he actually happened to live only 20 minutes from me. So Chris says, why don't you come on over and take a look? So I went over and, and there it was. He still had my grandfather's license plate that he had registered. And he had a couple of those, like a square deals rider patch. Um, and then uh, and then the bike. He, and uh, he had started getting, I guess he got new pistons for it, um, a new headlight bucket, but it's still the same tank. And, um, you know, I mean, almost all of it was original. It's on the road to this day. Oh my God, I'll never forget, you know, the first takeover and it started pretty fast and uh, <laughs> kind of indescribable. Having an heirloom that I could have fun on, you know, and just that, it, to relive that connection with him, but yet be in the moment. Andy's search for his grandfather's motorcycle led him to reignite the cherished connection he had with his late grandfather. Andy has kept his connection with the BMW MOA alive as well, and he continues to enjoy those deep connections to this day. ECI's Oral History Project is the only program in the world that collects and preserves stories just like Andy's. There are millions of untold stories lying dormant in the hearts and minds of people just like you, and our hope is to have a conversation with you very soon. Thank you for listening to the Oral History Project. This podcast was brought to you by Publishing Concepts LP, all rights reserved. If you'd like to collect stories for your organization, contact us at publishingconcepts.com. We'd love to hear your stories.